Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to this episode here on the Ed Talk Podcast. My name is Edouard Gilles, and I am grateful to be here today on Monday. Yesterday, I was telling somebody for the first time I met them, and I was like, Monday is my favorite day. And then it was like, word, Monday? You, you sure? You're not confused with Friday? Yeah, it is. You know, Friday, I would say, is like the day you burn out. Or you like five days, I'm tired, or I guess in six days, really. And like, I'm really tired. But Monday, you're like refreshed because, well, if you work during the weekends, you're not really refreshed because you're like all tired too. Cause, but my mind and your will is refreshed. So that's why I really enjoy Friday, Monday. But I'm grateful to be here to talk to you about burning out you know i like to bring on current subjects that's kind of like going on in my life and put that together in a way to make a lesson for myself and for others as like uh dealing with uh, the the negative effects of burning out so what is exactly what does it mean to burn out what does it mean to go to a stage where you're like completely unable to focus because you're so mentally deprived of your ability to focus so a burnout has many many definitions right so if you think of it like a rocket a rocket going up in the sky it's burning out as it goes up in the sky because it's going so far up it has to use fuel right it's using its fuel to get up so in turn what happens to that rocket it reduces fuel or substance to nothing because it's using it or through combustion. So in the same way rockets burn out, we ourselves burn out because we are human beings and sometimes we are trying to get to the next level. Because we're trying to get to the next level, we tend to be uh, running out of fuel. So I think uh, a pivotal thing is to kind of like recognize when you're starting to run out of fuel and strategize on how you can do better um, uh, and kind of like recuperate all of that energy back into yourself. So with that being said is, well, how do you avoid burnout? Well, you can't always avoid burnouts, but you can always do better with cons 
um, conserving the amount of fuel that you have um, in your engine, right? So keep in mind, fuel is imperative to moving anywhere in life, whether that's up, whether that's sideways. If you're gonna move, you have to have some sort of fuel. Like your car needs to have gas, the rocket needs to have gas, the plane needs to have gas for combustion. So having a lot of gas means that you have to use it wisely, right? So you gotta use the energy wisely. So I say the number one thing to conserve energy is to not spend major time doing minor things. So analyzing, well, is this thing I'm doing a minor task and am I spending a lot of time on it? Because at the end of the day, you don't want to spend all your fuels to get nowhere. You know, I feel like this has uh, been a story in my life in certain circumstances because sometimes when you're starting up uh, within your 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 company, you're starting a startup or you're doing a new venture, you get to this point where you kind of don't know where to allocate your time because you're literally building something from scratch. Or let's say you're in school and you just literally got to college, you kind of don't know where to start because you're kind of like now building your future from scratch or let's say you're trying to lose 30 or 50 pounds you kind of don't know where to start because you're kind of uh, not building but in this case cutting down the weight from scratch so it becomes kind of a blurry there's a blurry line to determining like what to do next and that in turn causes you to do so many different things that you may think is leading you down the right path or direction but in reality you're literally just going around in circles right so let's talk about the phases of burnout so there are like uh, four different phases of burnout according to doctors and therapists and the phase number one is that when we feel that excessive enthusiasm and we have really high idealistic goals so we kind of overestimate our potential and we're willing to work as hard as we possibly can now when we overestimate our potential and willing to work as hard as we possibly can that's really not a bad thing that's like the number one place we need to start however sometimes we can get way too enthusiastic about a goal that we neglect our own well-being so when your enthusiasm for success rises, your enthusiasm for coping with anxiety and stress should also rise to match that. Because if you get enthusiastic so much about doing something, like for me, it's starting this startup because I'm so excited about helping people monetize their shows and podcasts. I'm like, yo, I can use this and I know somebody else can use this. So I'm so excited. So you find yourself spending all the time um, doing things that is, you know, that may or may not help that endeavor because first of all, you're really confused as to what to do in the first place. So the first phase of getting burned out is getting a lot of fuel underneath your yourself, right? So you have all the fuel you need to get this plane up in the sky and you're like, yeah, I'm going to make it happen. I'm so enthusiastic about this new goal I have uh, set for myself. This literally happened for me. You know, I'm going to a bunch of conferences. Your boy is uh, waking up early, 
the you know meeting people calling texting moving from place to place ex- trying to exercise doing a b c d and i'm like yeah i'm gonna start this amazing startup and i'm gonna really revolutionize the world you know we all want to think so big so now what happens when boom your startup starts and you you're not making any money right and and you're like okay i have to find ways to also make money so enthusiasm in one area often deflates other areas which causes more enthusiasm in multiple areas which kind of pulls you from one task and another so when you have so many tasks pulling against each other you break yourself apart which is like the first phase of becoming a person who burns out and you don't want to burn out often you can burn out sometimes but not often you know reason why is it really really takes away progress it really takes a lot of progress because as these problems start to grow and arise we begin to we become to slow down so we're trying to compensate for slowing down by working more so if you're very ambitious about your life you fight being tired with more work to make up for the lack of uh, success in the work that you're already doing so like i said it's like don't spend major time on minor things you know one thing i'm learning to say is no i cannot have this meeting with you that's a not going to make me any money and b not going to improve my well-being you know that's something i've been learning to say another thing is moving from place to place to feel active just because you're moving doesn't mean you're progressing right and sometimes that's literally physical thing sometimes you can't sit in the office and you know you may have to analyze yourself maybe you need to bring your office outside or bring your office in a more relaxing kind of a vibey place because you kind of kind of figure out what works best for you but when you're moving so much you're depleting your energy throughout the day for instance for me i find myself catching the bus in the train so i'm depleting energy when i have to go from point a to point b traveling between boca and miami so what that's doing is it's literally taking energy out of me that i can be utilizing to come up with great ideas so minimizing physical movement and other forms of movement as well so phase two is that we we begin to compensate by working more and more and when we start feeling that we're um not achieving much we start to lose interest in our work we blame other people and we kind of criticize our system so physically we become really irritable we become really tired and we just kind of like uh, lose it a little bit right so this brings us to phase 3 we become totally totally disappointed and unmotivated right and you know this stage can stay for a long time if you do not act within that stage so when we're totally disappointed and unmotivated what happens then is that we're going against two things the extreme unwavering enthusiasm that we had in phase 1 and then we're also um reinforcing the blame the criticism the criticism and the loss of interest in phase 2 so now we're disappointed and unmotivated 
and if you're a person who likes to actually achieve things in life when you're disappointed and unmotivated it has a dramatic effect on your self-confidence so now that your self-confidence is completely down all your dreams and abilities are being are suffering because they can't happen because you have no unwavering enthusiasm so what happens in that case is you're trying to figure out how do i get back on track so here are some warning stages that you want to um notice in the early stages of uh, burnout so first you start to expand excessive amounts of energy right um that you're like on different things you're like working really hard but not getting much done right and you start to really get exhausted you know that happened to me last week i'm gonna tell you i am the motivator but the motivator keeps it real right last week i found myself in a state where i was like not able to really do much well not not last week last week was good it was the week before that and i kind of like stayed home all day and i found myself in deep uh, emotional conflict right because i'm supposed to be the motivator and the ambitious one right ceo ambition is what happens when you have expectations and going against your expectations you have decreased self-confidence which then again bring back that whole cycle so what i've realized is that when you become to have reduced dedication which is a which is something that shows you that you're about to burn out. It's the early stage of burning out. You start to lose, and um, you start to lose. You start to lose relationships, or at least lose. Uh, people start to lose faith in your ability to achieve. If you had clientele, if you had friends that was depending on you during that stage, what kind of happens is that you kind of go against that you know they're like oh maybe i can't trust this person so in one week you can undo something that you've been trying to do in the last six months so you could have gotten a major client but then the one week you had no dedication that's what they kind of remember like you remember this thing is that people don't always see the good in you it's easier to see when someone does the bad thing right so we mostly remember when the person didn't return the phone call when the person did not you know um follow up when the person did not complete the project on time instead of when the person completed it on the same day and gave great quality and great communication and went beyond the the extra things so doing your burnout session what happens is that you you start to um, burn bridges. When you're burned out, you burn bridges, which in tune decrease self-confidence, which in tune start the whole cycle over again, right? So in that point, you're like, phew, oh, crap. You know, like you start to miss a lot of things and you start to even feel a little bit entitled as well because you're like, I should be able to do a lot more, right? I, and I should be able to, I should be way farther in life um, and not realizing that two weeks ago you were doing pretty well because you were having that unwavering enthusiasm towards success. And one thing I, I realized though is sometimes the, the best thing to the situation is realizing that you've been there before. If you can realize that you've burned out before, then you can realize that 
well, what did I do before to overcome this circumstance? If not, you start to react in an emotional state, which is uh, giving you a feeling of uh, being depressed, guilt, failure, and self-pity, right? And you start to be... Uh, you start to show a lot of aggression. You make ac accusations towards circumstances, people, things, and, and you act really, really moody and irritable. And all of those are character traits that kind of uh, deter people away from wanting to do business with you or be your friend. So it's hard to navigate doing that process, right? And this lack of navigation causes us to lose a sense of direction towards our dreams and goals and abilities. And like I said, it's a cycle. Everything affects one another. Whatever happens on one side of the spectrum directly have a correlation with another side of your life, right? So if one relationship starts to deter, whether it's a business, personal, or uh, even at work, you're sitting at work and you're kind of being uh, really, really irritable towards the people, the customers coming in. When you kind of get home to your spouse or get home to your boyfriend or girlfriend or working with clients, you might start to show the same thing, right? And at times, you can even become really depressed. So that's what the feeling of guilt, failure, and self-pity allows is depression, right? So I can tell you two weeks ago, I didn't really feel as, as happy. My life satisfaction for that week dramatically decreased and I even... um. I even, you know, I like, I even wanted, I had, to, like, I would take, drink a little bit more, you know, like, I, I hate drinking, by the way, I don't like drinking, but I just felt like, damn, I, I have to get away from myself, if you ever felt that way, you feel like you just gotta get away from yourself, because you're like, damn, I'm, I'm not the ambitionist, so, just because you're not an alcoholic doesn't mean you won't have alcoholic behaviors for once in a while, right, just because you're not a pothead doesn't mean you won't uh, go through a week where you're smoking weed over and over and you're like, I'm just trying to reduce my anxiety, right? So don't blame yourself. You know, sometimes you, you're having this relationship with Mary Jane uh, because the relationship that you had with Mr. Mrs. Smith, which can be like your dreams, um has uh has deterred so if you're getting divorced from your dreams goals and abilities the only thing that you can now depend on is like uh some other substance um to to help you out you know it's really like having sex sexual relations we're all adults here right so you know you're having sex with one amazing girl that you love and and care about and then boom she breaks up with you you didn't know it was only for a week that she'd come back so you go out and you seek some unworthy uh, uh, person that <laughs> I guess unworthy because you don't really have feelings for them. So it's literally not doing your soul any good. So you find some person to help you uh, navigate and reduce your anxiety by getting sex from someone else. So I think that's like the same relationship that we can have with our dreams, with our life satisfaction and the same thing applies uh, when we go away from that and go towards more of substance abuse, right? And substance abuse is something that 
you know that I experienced uh, in college because when you when you get in college it, it's it's a different dynamic you know you get introduced to a lot of things different environments a lot of partying and you also get stressed more and things become more of a social norm right it, it becomes okay for you to smoke and drink all the time on Tuesday or Thursday that people don't call you alcoholic in college because hey we're all literally if you're gonna say you're alcoholic everybody's an alcoholic right because everybody's kind of drinking from time to time so doing these things um you know the relationship with mary jane and um uh, mr hennessy causes the deterioration of your cognitive function right so you start to become really disorganized indecisive and you can't get your work done Right. And what I realized is sometimes there's a pattern in burning out. It usually kind of happens all around the same time. You know, like just be really aware, like every year you can literally start to analyze when you burn out. Now, what I actually do is I have a notebook to write things down um, as to when uh, I, I start to burn out so that I kind of recognize, oh, OK. So around this time, I start to work really, really hard. So I should expect in two to three months to kind of like start to deplete in energy, right? So sometimes we start to lack sleeping. We There's a time when we're working so hard that we forget to sleep, we forget to eat. And that is end up, end up beating our bodies, our souls and minds. So this decreases your motivation. Right, so you have a minimal effort and a discrete, a decreased initiative to achieving what you're trying to do. So, with lack of motivation, is the first step towards being a bum, right? And no one wants to be a bum, not to themselves, right? Even if people don't know what you're going through, you know what you're going through. I think that's like the most important thing is that you don't need to think of it like well what are other people are going to say that's not that important what's really the most important factor here is like what are you kind of saying about yourself like what are you thinking about yourself because those thoughts are being replicated in your actions every every single day so when you start to dwell on that uh, perception of yourself during that moment you start to literally create it more and more right so now you, you, it's hard for you to even be creative. So now let's think about it. You set out to climb a mountain, which is an, this big audacious goal, right? Like I said, big, hairy, audacious goal. And you're like, I'm going to climb this mountain. So you start climbing and climbing as hard as you pos as much as you possibly can. You're throwing up the ropes. You're using all of the tools in your tool belt. But you kind of forgot to drink water or like, oh, let me take a let me take some time to catch my breath or you did it in extreme sunlight. Right. You keep doing that. And then you're like and you get halfway to the mountain and then you're like, holy crap, I have no more energy. So what happens, you start to not kind of climb anymore and you lose your grip. Right. Sometimes we lose our grip in our lives. You lose your grip and then down you go and then when you, when you fall down now i've never fell down a mountain before i can tell you that much i never fell down a mountain but i could only imagine that you fall down a mountain you break your spine you break something in your body right so when you fall down it's kind of hard to get back up from that point so i believe if we if we look at the the mountain in segments 
we climb uh, 25% and say take a break, take a rest, and then we continue going on. Or as we continue to climb, we make sure we have our water right next to us. We make sure we have the proper clothes on to be cooled down as we continue to go towards towards the top of the mountain so that we can uh, properly uh, dissect the fuel that we have so that we can make it to the top of the mountain, right? It's like the same thing with a vehicle, right? You're driving a car if you're you know there's a specific mechanism that if you keep uh if you keep also this the funny thing is if you keep your car on um what i forgot the mode that it is if if you keep your car uh on a specific speed right it will use less energy as it continuously go towards a path right if you keep driving on a on a highway at 60 miles per hour and you keep it at that right you don't have to press the gas so every time you press the gas in a car it uses more gas so if you keep your life at, at a consistent pace like a car right then what happens is you're using less fuel so i think it, it comes to pacing yourself right so that's something like me myself will be applying right it's pacing is not setting too many things to do in one day or within a short period of time because uh the the effectiveness of those things you might not even accomplish most of those things at your best capability and you run out of fuel before you even complete the full project so i think it's important to kind of like balance which is balance is a big word the amount of times you press the gas you know so sometimes if you're always switching directions as well it's hard to not have to press the gas and you keep stopping and starting it's hard to not have to use the brakes and the gas so if, if think of burnout like that too so there's uh the as you go through life let's say there's a six month period and at the end of six months you, you burn out because you've just been Hitting the gas, 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 and then you burn out. Okay, you ran out of fuel. That happens. But if you look at the macro macro perspective, like in a year of period, you're going, 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 pressing the gas, pressing the gas, pressing the gas, break, and then you're going, going, going for the next six weeks, pressing the gas, pressing the gas, pressing the gas, break, pressing the gas, pressing the gas, pressing the gas. Now you're kind of like messing up your brakes, aren't you? So you're, you're um, and you're kind of bringing this pattern with your suspension in the car and you know the brakes and you're kind of messing up your vehicle, um, which is in this case your body because you're you're building this uh, pathway, this mental pattern that after every single six weeks or after the month, at the fourth week of the month I'm gonna burn out and then at the fourth week of the month I'm gonna burn out, fourth week of the month I'm gonna burn out and then in three months you have a major burnout. So you keep going to these micro burnouts and then you have a macro burnouts, quarterly burnouts, then you have half a year burnouts and year burnouts. So when you uh, accrue all of those weeks, it's really counterproductive. It's counterproductive because you were burning out from time to time so many times that you never got anywhere. You never really progressed because you lost at least 15 weeks in the course of doing so so 
really, really, really um, applying some different mechanisms to, to, to stop and let your vehicle recuperate itself. Right? And one thing I realized two weeks ago was that when I was in this, in, in this series of burned out, what happened to my life was uh, that my spiritual life deceased or decreased you know my search my ability to want to grow to read books and learn it was not there you know meditation went away early morning routine went away proper eating habits deterred so everything works in sync and these things you don't want to always keep bringing it off because the long-term ramifications of doing so is a pattern that causes it to happen every year and that in turn keeps you in a long place and you know being there myself um made me kind of like really want to figure it out and also you know i i promise you i literally sit down and listen to this podcast myself because um it'll help me navigate when i'm going through that circumstance um and that's why this information is kind of really useful because it, it helps you navigate sometimes you have to create your navigation system you know you have to create your global positioning system to position yourself in the right place so that you can actually get to your destination right we can't always uh depend on google maps you know we can't depend on the maps others set out set out for us for our lives we have to depend on our own um internal map you know we have to turn on our own um internal guidance um, utilizing external support to do so right so think of yourself that the gps that you need is inside of yourself it's in you and that the, the world is literally the satellite that kind of plugs you in so that your internal gps can get you to a specific destination so i i you know having that sense of despair at the end of a burnout feeling helpless hopeless um, to the point where you're like, I don't want to live my life, you know, um, or sometimes I don't want to do anything anymore. So some of us get stuck in that life and the best thing that we can do. So what is the solution to all of this? Um, I think the solution sometimes is recognizing that you're tired, you know, um, if you could prevent burnout by taking a day off, by all means do so. We live in a hustle mentality. Mentality. We live in a hustle mentality. We live in a hustle mentality environment where we believe that hustle is going, going, going. We have to not just move. We have to actually uh, be strategic about how we move. Right? It's like running. I run track. I run long distance. I know how to be strategic about running. My stride is usually about the same, you know, like I, I, I'm not going to like literally, uh, like change my stride. Your stride is, is how far you, you, uh, step the left foot in front of the right foot. And how often does that pace stay at the same time? So as you stride up towards your goals and dreams, you want to ensure that you have a consistent stride. Uh, a consistent breathing mechanism to inhale oxygen and excel carbon dioxide and have a consistent way of conserving energy 
but at times when you're running just because the stride is the same right doesn't mean the speed doesn't differ right so you can stride the same pace which is the distance between the left foot and the right foot but the the, the speed that you run can can be different even though your stride stays the same so as you stride towards what you want you're taking the same kind of like steps but sometimes you have to recognize when you need to slow down and when you need to speed up running an 800 meter dash which i did in high school and was one of the favorite races and really good race you have to have heart but you have to have strategy to win it right in the beginning some people which was kind of me I would trail beyond the the two best people besides me. I always assumed that was the best, so I, I strive be uh, beyond the first two. I let them get a little bit of speed ahead of me. I kept a consistent stride so that I didn't have to think about my stride because once you have very small steps, it, it takes more to more energy to get farther. So I kept the stride the same, but I I, I varied the speed which is how fast I'm moving my knees and moving my arms and sprinting to get there. So in the beginning, I'm having a slower pace and slowly going faster and faster and faster um, because I know that I need as much energy at the end of the race because at the end of the race is when you need to go all in because, well, most people won't have enough heart at the end. So you want to have, you want to be able to have strategy so that you can utilize your will and your heart at the end of the race so if we think of uh, goals like a race but we're literally pasting ourselves to to get to the end of the race properly and actually win and achieve so now you may think what happens when I get to 200 meters close to the finishing line what must I do that's the time you close your eyes and you you push all the way to the end. This is when you deplete all your energy. So in a burnout, if you burn out the first 200 meters of the race, you have no more energy to burn out at the end of the race. So as you continue to thrive towards your goals, don't waste all of the energy in the beginning and lose the potential of winning your race, which is uh, achieving what you're trying to achieve. Whether that may be school or a business or startup or whatever it is, you know, it, it can vary from time to time. But I can tell you this, I was always the guy, you know, I would win first place, second place. I was usually one of the best in the, the districts that I competed in, you know, however, it didn't mean that at the end of the race, I didn't feel like crap. I've, I've seen some people who were last place and they just jog right onto the finish line. And I've seen some people who are first or second, but drive all the way to or third or fourth. Whether in the middle, first or last. I've seen people who are able to just go through the finishing line somewhat tired. But for me, I, I began to have this mentality that at the end of the race, it's all or nothing. Right? So I just go all out. I'm like, whatever energy I have now, I'm going to burn out to the finish line. And I usually even, I would throw up or I'll be exhausted. I'm telling you. I'm, I would be one of the best persons there in the district. And, you know, when you're, like, in front, people notice you. And people would see the best throwing up. We're like, well, this explains why I'm the best. Because I'm willing to throw up at the end and recover for the next race. Because I realized that, okay, 
I have worked so hard for this. I have run so much before this. I've run miles and miles that I am not going to burn out before the race is over. So we kind of have to apply this same mentality in our lives and the things that we're achieving, you know, whether that's the semester or whatever, we don't want to deplete the energy early on. We want to distribute that energy properly so that we can get to the destination that we're trying to get to. However, you're like, well, isn't the purpose to, um, to, to not get burned out? Well, if you're going to achieve great things in life, sometimes you will have to burn out. And that's like the, what I call the yin and the yang, the yin and the yang, yin and yang. It's like black and white, you know, the opposites. It's like you don't want them always burn out, but you kind of have to burn out for your dreams at times. It just depends on when it's going to happen. You know what I mean? But there's also a recovery process. Now, this is when emotional intelligence comes into really play. It comes into play when you burn out. Without emotional intelligence, and I'm telling you, this is the most important thing. And part of emotional intelligence is social, uh, social intelligence and uh, uh, self-awareness, right? Self-awareness is the most important thing. You have to recognize when you're really tired and exhausted. You know, you have to realize, holy crap, I got shin splints from this race. I need to wrap up my shins. I need to not run on the on this on the concrete. And I need to take a break for the next three, four, five days to let my body recover. And recognizing that, yes, I am completely depleted in energy, but it doesn't mean I am a bad athlete. I'm not motivated anymore. It just means that my, I've worked hard enough that I'm able to take the break. But it's better for you to be able to, it's hard, it's easier for you to be able to do that when you actually achieve the goal. Now, when you didn't achieve the goal, it's really difficult to be self-aware because your 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 true self is clouded by your your um your expectations what you expect to be comes to play because you're like holy crap i burned out before i got to the goal i burned out before i got to the finish line but when you finished and burned out you're like well i won now I'm just resting. So the mentality is kind of different at that point. So that's what I'm always, I'm saying, finish the race, but pace yourself, right? Message to myself in the next couple, how do I pace myself properly? Like, is it is it really feasible that I make all of my work from four to 11 and have five hours of sleep and wake up four to 11 again? Um, and doing all of these things, how can I decrease the physical energy at times during the days to properly allocate uh, the mental uh, acuity and physical energy? So I think we need to really kind of like balance those two things. So make sure when you burned out that you burned out for a specific reason or a specific goal that you actually got close to achieving, right? Because, for instance, it, it, when I looked at my goal two weeks ago, my goals for this month and the last two weeks, I realized that a lot of them were not achieved. And then I really had to sit down and I had to think. I was like, am I really acting like a, like a CEO? Am I really acting like an ambitionist? Am I really keeping my word? Am I really being this self-aware guy, you know? And then I had to recognize this one thing. You know, I say to you, you say, I'm not a guru, not an expert, just a guy in the process. 
And when that clicked for me, I realized that, hey, Ed, you are in the process. You're not claiming, you're not claiming to be perfect. You know, you're in the process. You're not claiming to know how to handle the jabs of life. You're not claiming to be Muhammad Ali. Let's just say we're 18 year old coming to the boxing game of life. And you're training so that when you go against the Muhammad Ali, or when you become Muhammad Ali and go against with all the greats, which is the turmoils of life, which is the stresses of life, that you're able to handle it. So I think part of decreasing the blame you place on yourself when you burn out is part of recognizing that you're also in a process of achieving better coping mechanism, better personal development, and better understanding of uh, how to manage your energy and uh, stretch your fuel so that you can go to where you want to get to. So what I realized that worked for me in that instance is recognizing, yes, I'm supposed to be the motivator. Yes, I'm supposed to be a role model for myself and for others. Yes, I'm supposed to keep my word because I talk about it all the time. But you're still in the process, right? You're still in the process and that uh, the best teacher in life is the reoccurrence of the things you don't want rather than the constant uh, gift of what you want. The best teacher in life is recurrent problems, not constant gifts of solutions. Now here's what I say. When you face a problem over and over and over and over, you become an expert and like really I know how to not do this anymore. Like. And if you do it early on and you decrease the the uh, the time it takes for you to come from problem to solution, over time, that decrease in time really serves a big role because you will always be faced with problems. You will always get tired. You will always do more than you can handle from time to time if you're ambitious. It's like a, it's like a gift and a curse to be ambitious. If you want to do great things, you know, you're going to get tired. Like, I do a lot of things. And I understand that this is a sacrifice I'm making. But I have to be responsible throughout the process to not use all of the fuel. Because your dreams, your aspirations and goals are not just like yours. So as you deplete all of the energy that you have, let's say you're a rocket going up to space... And you got other people alongside you, right? So, okay, let me let me tell you this. I realized that now that I have to learn how to not get burned out when I'm one entrepreneur, I realized that this will serve me great purpose when I have 200 employees, right? Because the last thing you want to do <laughs> is run out of fuel when you got other people on the on, on the on the rocket, right? You're going up to space. You're doing something great and you got other people with you and then the fuel runs out. So now you're not just hurting the 20 people or 200 people on that rocket, but their families are all being affected down. So now you having a ripple effect of really uh, destroying people's lives. And we don't want to do that. We definitely don't want to destroy our own. So Jim Ron says, it's better to do the best that you have when you just few. You know, it's better to have the most impact when it's just a few. Because when it's just a few and you take care of those just a few, 
then when you get a bunch you're able to give more and you are able to go farther right so it, it's better to learn these coping mechanisms when it's just a few things you have to do it's better to deal with the coping mechanisms when it's just a few classes you have to take it's better to deal with the coping mechanisms now when it's just a few problems you have to handle and a few people you have to manage then getting to the point where you're in charge of a system of people and investors that depend on you and then you can't handle it then the whole ship goes down and you would have wrecked the lives of many so that's why i say problems are literally a gift especially if they happen over and over now i'm not telling you if you could figure it out quicker than ever that's great but it, you know it makes you an expert it makes you empathy rises um understanding rises navigation rises and it serves you for the rest of your life it gives you a lot of wisdom so i'm not telling you to go yourself and burn yourself out on purpose i'm saying understanding that that's the part of emotional intelligence i was talking about is just understanding the benefits of uh experiencing it young so that you could uh undo it and navigate better towards uh, a better future so look not at your inability to cope as something that should put you down because it's really not going to help you navigate putting yourself down putting yourself down never navigate never helps you navigate putting your hopes down never help you grow you know so let's begin me and you and the beauty of it is i'm in the process man it's amazing i'm telling you it it makes you more ambitious when you when you go through some tough times within yourself and your brain it makes you it makes you appreciate when your mind is at ease and at peace and your life is satisfactory in your own eyes it's just that much sweeter when you taste the sour part of life it makes you more enthused to achieve your goals when you went for them and you just couldn't do it it just it makes you more gives you more purpose when you've seen what you can do and couldn't and not doing it because when you finally start doing it you're like oh my god i need to do it but however knowing that don't let that be your vice to never ever doing it right so i believe for me my big sense of belief in myself in the past And the reason why I'm not saying it now is because whatever happened yesterday is literally the past. I'm not holding myself accountable. Um what well, I do hold myself accountable, but I'm not holding that against myself for what happened in the past. Whatever you did before is not you right now. You know, if if you were the person who couldn't handle stress in life, today is a different day. You know, in this sort of mentality, have given me the opportunity to really change my life really quickly. I told you 2 weeks ago it was hard. But how did I just boom and rechange, get a new sense of direction? It's because um I've been able to build this underlying infrastructure that allows me that when I run out of fuel, 
right? Though I may fall out the sky and into the ocean, I turn the water into my fuel, right? Now listen to that. When you go up and you fall down, whatever resource that you've had at your low point, turn that into fuel and get back up. And what do I mean? You see, the analogy I just gave you is really deep. The rocket goes up with the regular fuel of uh, whatever type of fuel that they use for rockets, right? It goes up into the sky and it's just amazing. And we couldn't find out how to use water yet, right? But when it fell right into the ocean, we ourselves are so willing, and this is a hypothetical situation, uh, this is just an analogy. We fall into the water and somehow we found out how to be resourceful and turn water into fuel. Isn't that beautiful? You were like, what if you could have found out how to do, how to use water in the first place? You probably never would have because you never would have fell in the water and found out the secret ingredient to turning water into fuel for rockets. But because you fell flat on your face, you learn the secret to success. So falling is often a gift rather than a curse. You know what I mean? Wisdom comes not from learning from uh, success. It comes from experimenting and not being successful and finding out the way. Well, this is the way. Like for me, that happened multiple, many times. You know what I mean? So, like, it's amazing to use your downfall for your successes, right? It's amazing. I'm telling you, it's so motivational. You know what I mean? And, and it just keeps pushing you. But you got to have a sense of purpose, right? That unwavering enthusiasm you had in the beginning, you have to keep that. Don't lose it. If you lose that, then you can't you can't start back up right just just re realize you enthusiastic yes you're enthusiastic but all of it doesn't have to be done right now the pyramids were not built in one day the infrastructure of the united states was not built in 10 years it was built in decades right it was centuries and you know the people literally it blood sweat and tears built this country literally blood sweat tears and lives of people built this country so let's begin to take your situation of life and turn it into a winning situation for the rest of your life right now i know this not because i've experienced the rest of my life shoot i'm right here with you right now right but because I've become a little bit wiser every time I mess up. But wisdom only comes from seeing the bright side of situations and also understanding why you act and talk and be a certain way. And in knowing that certain way, we all can begin to reverse the content of our lives and curate a better content for the rest of our lives so that the things that you see can live up to what we've been dreaming of and that unwavering enthusiasm pays up at the end so you want to get paid or do you want not want to get paid if you want to get paid 
continuously pace yourself. Don't play yourself. Pace yourself. Don't play yourself. Watch yourself before you wreck yourself. So you gotta pace. You gotta watch, and you gotta act. And in closing up, last thing I'm gonna tell you is that we all fall down. Now this is cliche, but we all fall down. But if we don't like rise up, then we will never be able to go towards where we're trying to get to. It's simple, but it's really clean. What makes a person strong in character is the the time it takes for them to get up. Right? Some of us we don't get up, and that's the issue. But how fast can you get up when you fall down? How fast can we recuperate, become innovative and resourceful to finding more fuel to get you to your destination? Ladies and gentlemen, when you can figure that out, we can live a happier, fulfilling life and a holistic life. That's my version. That's my dream and mission for my life. And that's my wish upon yours. Um, and with that being said, my name is Dwight Gilles, aka the CEO Ambitionist, and I uh, wish onto you. In fact, I transfer onto you blessings into your life, and I know that you'll be able to navigate your your life better and reduce the amount of burnouts that you get because you're not going to. Burnout. You're going to come on top on what you're trying to achieve because you can do it, and you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want. But until you believe that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. For tuning in, please be sure to check out my podcast. It's called the Ed Talks: Personal Growth and Motivation. It's available on all applications, including SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, you name it, or Anchor.fm. So be sure to check it out. Whatever one you use, if there's an option for a review, leave one so that way other people can find this. Cause I think this is pretty good stuff. I know it's good because I listen to it myself. I'm like, oh, this is really helping me. You know, it's really weird. Okay, but anyways, have the best rest of your day in life. Be great. Be powerful. Cause you got unlimited power in you. Peace. And also, follow me on social media at CEO Ambitionist. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. You name it, you can find me. Peace.